Hello and welcome to Pediapod for November 2018. This month we are looking into early neonatal connectome development. In this episode, we meet Kristin Kunin from the University Medical Center Utrecht. She and her team aim to use postnatal neuroimaging to map early developmental trajectories of structural brain wiring in preterm and full-term neonates. The study confirms historical neuroanatomical observations and provides valuable insights into the early stages of structural connectome development. So what we mean by developmental connectomics is the sort of brain map of all macroscopic brain regions. So what we do is we map large brain regions to each other and see how they're connected to each other. It sounds like very involved and technical work to study this, but I was surprised to read in the paper that this kind of work goes back to the beginning of the 1900s. Yeah, so back in the 1900s there were neuroanatomists that had a lot of time and effort and patience uh, where they would study the brain itself and they would study all the brain regions and uh, the neurons and map all the neurons and then from that they would map the myelination and that would be well someone's whole career to map myelination. So they would look at the slices under a microscope and they would use stainings to see uh, myelin or other like they would see neurons uh, and stuff like that. In general when does the human brain do most of its development? So most of the development is during pregnancy and uh, early after birth. The brain starts developing in the first few weeks after conception, so around four weeks. That's when the brain starts to emerge. First it's only a few cells and then it starts to look like a brain from about 10 to 12 weeks post-conception onwards. They have done diffusion MRI studies in uh, fetal brains, post-mortem fetal brains, and they've seen axonal projections, so already white matter fibers from as early as 13 weeks post-conceptional age. So the period from the first trimester of pregnancy on to um, well, early afterbirth, that's when most development takes place. It's almost surprising. By the time of a normal, healthy term birth, full term birth, the brain actually almost looks like an adult brain. It does. How I see it is that like the blueprint is there, but we just have to shape it in such a way that we can use it in the way that we use it. And that takes time to learn all those skills and to, there's a lot of pruning. So you have a lot of synapses and a lot of connections that you don't use. So they disappear over time. And then the connections that are important, they stay and they become stronger. And the strengthening of these connections is what happens after birth, because in our paper we found that the strengthening of the connections measured as global efficiency, so how efficient communication transfer is, uh, that does not significantly increase over this developmental period. So that means that the efficiency is something that increases with time, and that has been linked in multiple studies to intelligence. So it's really, the structure is already there, but it just has to be fine-tuned. Tell me then how it is that you, you and your team went about studying that early connectome development. Um, so at our hospital, we would make MRI scans of all infants that were born preterm um, and also of children that had some reason for MRI, so either a low glucose level shortly after birth or um, a surgery, either minor or major, or the expectations of seizures, and then there were no seizures. So we selected all the infants that had a normal MRI, but they had the MRI for clinical reasons, and then went on to develop within a normal trajectory so that we would get a sample of children that were developing normally. 
so you were also looking at two variables called the FA and RD um, that presumably those early neuroanatomists weren't looking at. Can you describe for me what, what those are and what you found? RD and FA both are diffusion metrics. So it's um, variables that you can measure with MRI. The neonatal brain is barely myelinated, so only the very central brain structures is myelinated by term age, but by 30 weeks of gestation, there's no myelination yet. So we scanned these infants between 30 weeks and 45 weeks. We did find a correlation between this measure called RD, so that's radial diffusivity, with myelination. So actually in pre-myelinated brains, they sort of follow the same trajectory. So that would be a very early marker of potential problems in later on myelination. So it kind of reflects maturation of the brain. So you compared the results of the brain wiring against the results from those early post-mortem examinations from those early neuroanatomists, and they matched up nicely? They matched up nicely, yes, for RD. And you also assessed their neurodevelopmental outcomes 18, 18 months later. How did that map to what you saw in the early connectome development? Yeah, so um, the children that we followed all had normal or typical development uh, at the early ages. Um, so we did not find a significant relationship between different connectome metrics and neurodevelopment at that age. First of all, that could be explained by them all having typical brain development, so you wouldn't find the relationship. And also, 18 months is quite early. So usually if you find differences, then you would, or if you would find a relationship, you would expect to find it with either severe motor impairment or cognitive impairment, and cognitive functions are arising later. So it would be interesting to follow these children until they're age eight to 12, and then see if you can find a relationship between the neonatal uh, maturation of the brain. You also compared the neonatal brain network to the adult brain from, from something called the Human Connectome Project, didn't you? Yeah. So the reason why we did that was to reconfirm the findings that we did in a previous study, and we wanted to reconfirm those findings in a different sample with a different technique. And we were able to reconfirm that, and we used Human Connectome data because they're very high quality data in terms of diffusion imaging because in adults you have a lot of time uh, and they lie still if you want them to lie still. So you have really high quality data. So that was also was sort of a, uh, a benchmark similar to the neuroanatomist mappings being a, a benchmark because that was sort of the golden standard and the adult human brain is also the golden standard and we wanted to see whether the neonatal brain would look like the adult brain with age and you would expect to find that and we did find that so it was sort of a reconfirmation of the quality of our data and also reconfirmation of, re of earlier findings. So it sounds like you've got a pretty reliable idea then about what those key developmental trajectories are in the developing neonatal connectome. Is this just interesting from a sort of basic biology point of view or do these early connectome processes and trajectories have any clinical relevance to paediatricians? Well, of course, it's interesting from a biological uh, point of view and it's, I think that it, what is strong about the study is that we use different approaches uh, to look at connectome development and then reconfirm them by using anatomical data and adult data with high quality. But for pediatricians, it's very relevant because they could use these metrics because they're 
confirmed and reconfirmed. I think they're strong metrics um, and they can be used to map children with different developmental trajectory against these sort of normal connectome maps. So if there's a child that is at high risk of aberrant brain development or having problems later on, you could make a neonatal MRI um, and compare that against these trajectories. So if you find deviating brain development at this age in the neonatal brain, then you can start physiotherapy or rehabilitation therapy or extra support for the children and their parents to get back on track. Will you ever be able to see inside in utero, inside a, a, a child's brain? Actually, we are already capable of doing that uh, at our hospital, in our group, and also in London. They are doing very high-quality studies, and uh, the group of Mariah Thomason does the same um, with the fetal brain. Um, and fetal brain imaging has challenges, of course, because the baby is not lying still. So in terms of the structural brain, that's quite difficult still. But there are very nice uh, functional connectome studies of the fetal brain. So this would be uh, a nice neonatal map, but you're absolutely right that the next step would be to map these trajectories in the fetal brain. That was Christine Kunin from the University Medical Center, Utrecht. That's it for this time. Join us again next month for the next edition of Pediapod. I'm Jeff Marsh. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.